0: hello hello and welcome to art pop talk i'm bianca and i'm gianna bianca i have a question for you if our pop talk had a fragrance what would it smell like <laughs> well my
1: first reaction a blind reaction to this question if you will would be a mix between bubblegum and something like an art studio you know something that's sweet but also has a hint of poisonous materials to it you know something like printmaking making chemicals or something from a dark room something that's mm. nice but could also kill you if you're an artist
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh there is a very specific stagnant smell that I believe museums have whatever our scent is I think we bottle that shit up slap a juice de muse label on it and call it good <laughs> but why am I asking you this? Today's Art Pop Talk features a blind reaction to fragrance commercials between Bianca and APT cousin and fashion expert Juliana Porro. They discuss the aesthetics, visual narratives, and formulas of fragrance commercials that I have picked out for them. Je dois the new fragrance by Art Pop Talk. Bianca, I also have another question for you. As Chugy becomes more popular and part of the visual world, I've been seeing a lot of content that says podcasts are Chugy, and I don't not agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny.
1: I don't know if podcasts are Chugy. Are we a Chugy podcast?
0: Maybe. I feel like we borderline a little
1: bit. If I I'm feel being like honest. we're on the border. I agree. I agree. I, it was funny because I do listen to what, this one podcast, and it's super jukey And they were reading an article about them being chuggy. They they were specifically referenced. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. In an article that's really funny but what else are we supposed to do what's what's the not choogy version of a podcast no i know like being I feel a fucking like, like addison ray tiktoker like oh, i'm no, sorry like what am i no. supposed to do
0: i think tiktok dances are the new chug, and youtube's just as bad i don't know i think any kind of content creator is a little bit choogy
1: yeah, because I think we really have to try hard to push ourselves. That's mm-hmm. the thing about it is that it does feel very pushy at times, but mm-hmm. when you're just starting out, you kind of have to do that to let people know that you're there without money because we don't have <laughs> we don't you know, have any money. <laughs> yeah. We don't have funds to properly advertise. But if we were advertising, you know, what we could do is something like a perfume ad. Oh god. Well, how the heck are you, Bianca? Oh, you know, I'm good. I wanted to say happy summer. For me, this is kind of the first day of summer because our students just graduated and they wrapped up all their courses for this semester. So, yeah, at work, it's just today marks the first day of our summer era, but I'm I'm very much
0: looking forward to it. Yeah, I think that's also, a good time for us to talk about today's topic as well. It seems like a very summery kind of topic. I don't particularly think of winter when I think of fragrances. You know? Oh, that's an interesting point. Yeah, yeah because, because they're I mean, very to- like floral, spring, summer, out and about. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like you're more hunkered in at home during the winter times as well, in the depths of winter, as we like to call it. So why would so you need perfume? Why would you need perfume? Yeah, <laughs> right, right. But there are other smells associated with the winter time. When I think of like cinnamon or ginger, Christmas but cookies. I, Christmas cookies, but I think of like candles and shit. I don't think of perfume.
1: Right. Right. That's a that's a thing that I was that you and I were talking about was Bath and Body Works. <laughs> Bath and Body Works is so <laughs> chewy. A Bath and Body Works. If we were talking about scents, you know, they also have those big honkin' bottles of body spray.
0: Body spray may be the chewy version of a fragrance. Oh yes, <laughs> you are you are very correct. It's also just Bath and Body Works branding. I. Never was a person, even in my middle school days, that was obsessed with Bath & Body Works. I have very sensitive skin, so I can't use fragrance like lotion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just never went, I just never got into it. The only thing I like from Bath & Body Works is the black cherry like foam soap. Or I like that scent,
2: but oh, okay. everything
0: else is... I think of Taylor Swift Red in middle school when she <laughs> came out with that album and that song and did a collab with bath and body works and that was a oh. very chuggy moment for her i can kind of picture what that what you're saying mm-hmm. that's funny well i thoroughly enjoyed watching the blind reaction you and jewel filmed for the commercials i picked out for you i wasn't getting fomo at all <laughs> how did you guys feel about it it was
1: so fun. This is the first video that we've kind of done for Art Pop Talk. And it's the first, you know, blind react I've ever done. So, aside from learning how cameras work, uh, <laughs> that was, there was like, you know, the technical element, which I get kind of not worried or paranoid about, but I just want to make sure that everything is in tip top shape for all of our listeners and watchers. So I felt like it was giving me a little bit of like 2005 vlogger vibes with my mm-hmm. webcam action that I was trying to use. But for the next video that we do have planned, I'm going to make sure my camera is in tip-top shape, like I said, for for you guys. So definitely let us know what you guys think about this video too, aside from
0: the <laughs> Quality. Quality. <laughs> Before we move on to the second half of today's episode, I am going to share some of my thoughts about their commentary in the video, discuss my thinking behind this episode and its theme, and will ask the Art Pop Tarts to please consider watching the blind reaction to these commercials on our YouTube channel with Bianca and Jewel. That way you can see the commercials as they talk about them. So I had this idea of discussing perfume and fragrance commercials over uh, the holiday where I actually had some downtime to really binge watch a bunch <laughs> of shows and I had been on Hulu. And if you don't pay for ad-free Hulu, you know that Hulu will replay the same commercials over and over again.
1: Oof. Literally every commercial break.
0: Yes. So uh. this Gucci Bloom commercial kept coming on during that time, which is kind of funny that something like Bloom was being played over the winter season, but right. I digress. Um and it caught my attention because Angelica Houston was in it and the visuals and aesthetics of the video or the commercial and the narrative just seemed very artful to me. And I was getting John William Waterhouse vibes, like The Lady of Chalet or John Everett Ophelia's, which we've talked about on the podcast before. But this is an idea I've had for a little bit now because selling fragrances virtually or visually Mm -hmm. is a very complex task. You want your packaging or your branding to be in line with what the fragrance smells like. And until we figure out that Willy Wonka shit where you can just see a product on TV, reach out, (laughs) and take it, you have to sell smells or scents to someone who doesn't have the capability to smell that in that particular moment so Mm -hmm. we use visuals to show specific elements environments and colors and we are able to create pretty universal connections or form associations as basic as blue is a cool scent and red is a warm scent But we do have this specific peculiarity to fragrance advertising to where it sets itself apart comparatively to other marketing tactics within the commercial world. And even now, before we have even discussed a product, you are already probably associating and formulating totally ridiculous and romanticized narratives in your head.
1: Yeah, this has been such a fun experiment. Gianna and I, like she said, have been thinking about this for like six months now. And I think it's obvious that, like you said, with perfume ads, they have to do kind of the impossible job, which is sell you a smell without you smelling it first. But in the end, you know, after watching these ads, I'm really curious if that tactic actually works. And and we'll get into that. And I think in some cases it might, but I want to read a quote from a little Bustle article that I was reading and we'll link it for you because it also has some of the most ridiculous ads that Joel and I didn't even cover in the reaction. So quote, bizarre perfume commercials are a time-honored tradition going at least back to the 1960s. Perfume commercials are never straightforward in the way that, say, shampoo or makeup commercials are, and why would they be? Fragrances are almost impossible to describe in a way that consumers will know concretely what they are purchasing. So instead, brands focus on creating a certain mood or casting an attractive celebrity and relying on that to sell the perfume. Consumers rely on perfume commercials to indicate what sort of person or lifestyle that particular fragrance is for. So Gianna, I'm curious, why did you choose the commercials that you did? Because as we know, perfume commercials are batshit wild, and yet we do allow them a certain kind of special treatment maybe when it comes to Perfume commercials, we just let them kind of stay in this realm of that
0: positively unreachable lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to choose some with a little bit of variety, I guess, in relation to aesthetic or environment. Also, variety in fragrances between perfumes, colognes, and those that are more gender neutral or just market themselves as being a fragrant. I chose commercials that spanned a time frame between as early as the 2000s and now into more contemporary setting. A lot of the ones I picked out were from 2020 and this year. And I did that because I wanted to keep it relatively contemporary, so your reactions would be based in relevant pop culture conversation, which I think really came through. We are not going to talk so much about the history of perfumes in this episode simply because I wanted to break down and critique these outlandish and fantasized formulas of these commercials that we are so phased to because Mm -hmm. we consume them all the time and just accept it for what it is. But it is important to talk about it and acknowledge the complex history of fragrances, which span actually all the way back to even ancient Egyptian or Greco-Roman history, the visuals go back to these murals or reliefs of how perfumes were made from start to finish in an assembly-like kind of format. mm In the 1800s, the US and Europe created marketing strategies of creating trading cards dipped in perfume so you can smell them and decide if you want to buy them or not. And this is a tactic that is modernized and is still used today. Even Jewel makes a joke about rubbing a magazine on herself. (laughs) Mom Um, and I love to do that. Whenever mom and I are together and a magazine comes, mom and I rip open all those little tabs stick our face in a piece of paper. Oh yeah, totally. It's fun. I mean, I love a good experiential marketing moment. I'm not mad yeah, about that at all. Yeah. When perfume houses get developed, that's also around the time marketing agencies become a thing and we reach the golden age of perfume starting in the nineteen twenties. Even before that, the first world war did have an effect on perfumes and this idea of cleanliness and psychology is being recognized as a true science and it becomes adopted in marketing and propaganda, which perfume campaigns hop on pretty quickly, which is super interesting. Mm. I would love to do a follow up episode looking at this history more closely if you all are interested. I came across a lot of fun facts how, you know, people thought fragrances cured diseases and you could even drink them and then it would go through your pores and cleanse you of things like the plague. Mm -hmm. So super interesting history, but for today we did want to focus our attention on this candid blind reaction. Yeah, I would love to do a follow-up. That sounds so cool. And I think actually
1: the way we ended up going about this seems kind of natural, I guess, because doing the blind reaction made me think a lot about how we intake images and even looking back and rewatching the video that Jewel and I did, we just, we miss so much, but it was really cool to kind of hone in on something like a marketing tactic. Mm-hmm. And instead of kind of, I don't know, I guess breaking that art historical tradition where they ask you to really slow down mm-hmm. and do a slow-looking exercise and spend an hour staring at this one thing, Doing the blind reactors for me was a really fun experiment, and letting myself kind of play into and and really fall into the trap of those mm-hmm. marketing tactics was was really fun. So yeah, I would love to do a follow up and really dig into that a little well, bit
0: more. I, I think it was also good for us. You know, we do have so much historical background and knowledge that we share on the podcast, but it's also great to just look at and talk about visual images and aesthetics as they are sometimes mm-hmm. and just take that for face value because that's also a perfectly valid form of an analysis. Um, so I, I like the way that we broke it up today. I hope you guys like it as well.
1: Yeah. And going back to that idea of cleanliness, that's also something that Juliana brings up at the very end where, she, where we talk about the difference between fragrance and deodorant. Yes. <laughs> and- Just thinking about those class barriers that fragrance, something like fragrance and cleanliness has. Mm -hmm. It's so interesting just to see all the different kind of social, social boxes that people are put into based on something like smell. (laughs) Right.
0: No, uh, I just, that girl is too much for me. I adore her. But it is so funny the way that something like deodorant is advertised. Like, get you a girl who can do both. It's deodorant commercials for women are very like boss babe or like boss girl vibes. And they're very
1: based on stressful scenarios.
0: (laughs) Like, they are. Sweating and.
1: But But you can't sweat with your perfume on.
0: Because perfumes are luxury items, (laughs) and deodorant is not luxury.
1: (laughs) Well, I was also telling you this last week when we were kind of getting ready for this, but. Over the course of the past year, when I have a Zoom meeting for work, I'll get ready. I'll put my makeup on. I'll do my hair. Sometimes I will instinctually kind of reach for one of my perfume bottles when I'm going to work for a Zoom meeting. And it's part of my outward facing routine. Putting on this perfume is just part of me putting out this professional, clean, work persona mm-hmm. and it's just interesting where i'll be like bianca why the fuck are you reaching for a perfume bottle you're going to sit in your living room on your computer so i've just noticed that about myself where mm-hmm. sometimes i'll have to stop myself when i'm getting ready for online or working from home and i yeah. I just have to put the perfume bottle down it's weird
0: well it it is and it isn't i think getting ready for the day is such a ritualistic process and you just Kind of get in tune to what you want to do. It's mm-hmm. interesting that you have to stop and think about it now. That our work life dynamic has changed in the pandemic.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but but yeah, I mean, fragrances, fragrances, and perfumes or colognes are very kind of intimate, weirdly private experiences. And yet, do we wear them for ourselves or do we wear them for other people? Because we right. go nose blind to our own sense. Mm-hmm. So. It it is interesting. Perfumes are weird, but that's why we're talking about them. So what did you think of
1: our reactions to the commercials that you had set up for us? (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I was so glad you guys picked up on some of the associations with celebrities in particular. uh, Because at a certain point, and kind of going back to your quote from... From Bustle, that Bustle article, it almost becomes less about the smell and the lifestyle or the people associated with the fragrance. So, right, it's not a, a it's not a commercial that we analyze because I had known that you had seen it, but you bring up the Johnny Depp fragrance, Swash.
2: and it's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> So, uh, sausage. <laughs> you know, it's a ridiculous commercial with like a narrative that makes no sense. Like you're, you know, looking at an abstract painting or something. Um, <laughs> but what I thought was so interesting from that is due to your reactions to what you were seeing. Johnny Depp does have a certain kind of grungy vibe. He plays certain grungy roles and you related and mentioned some of his prior roles and also like maybe what you do think it smells like, like a dirty Las Vegas bar or something. (laughs) And I thought that was super interesting, but isn't that kind of the point for the actor being involved in the fragrance commercial? It's less about the fragrance and more so even about him and his aesthetics as an individual and as an actor in his Mm -hmm. case. So I thought that was super interesting. I think the same thing can be said for the Chanel number no. 5 commercial with Nicole Kidman. You guys also bring up how your loyalty to Ewan <laughs> McGregor was very upsetting in that commercial as he was not present, which I completely agree with. But what is Satine doing with another man? I just I don't, don't know. Understand. I don't know what she's doing. I need answers. Um but obviously, Chanel Number no. Five is a perfume created for women, and there's no reason for you, McGregor, to be in the commercial because it would just detract attention away from her because she's the focus or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then harking back to those aesthetics of of Moulin Rouge and I don't know, it just seems like a total <laughs> like sellout moment for Baz Luhrmann. But whatever, know, it's disappointing. It's disappointing, but. I But would I do it? Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) There's no telling. (laughs) But I mean, whatever. Live your life, Baz Lerman. I just am not a fan of Chanel. Not a fan of that fragrance. It's just so interesting to me that Chanel number five has lasted time. I, I it's just it's wild. It's this thing that we accept and know that it smells bad and yet. Like, we keep buying it, or like, are people buying it, or you know what I mean? Uh, like, totally. Yet they're just creating ads for it because Chanel number no. five is so integral to the Chanel brand. Yeah. So, you know, how to throw one of those in the mix. Um, your critique of people who exist in these fantasies, who are just beautiful, pretty people, is very much on point. That's part of the reason why I wanted to integrate a Harry Styles. Fragrance campaign to kind of lead you into some of the conversations we had in our prior conversations and episodes. Uh, John is really... a little apt puppet master. Oh, I am the puppet master. I've learned. I've learned well. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that was fun to see you guys talk about. I like that a lot. And I wanted to note that there are fragrances or companies that are helping to break away from this kind of you know, pretty people, pretty aesthetic, anything can be more inclusive like Glossier. But reasons why I didn't include that was because I wanted to stay more true to perfume houses or name brands that we are very familiar with Mm -hmm. and who have historically been a part of these formulas that that we are seeing.
1: And the Glossier U, that's That's probably
0: my favorite perfume. I own Mm -hmm. the big bottle of it, and I love that fragrance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it is a huge bottle. I know. Part of the conversation I thought was funny was when I threw in the Ari perfume. I was very surprised (laughs) that you guys didn't pick up on how that was quite some time ago um, because of the focus on the song focus on me. And also, she looks so young. She still has her baby eyebrows. Could you not see that? Okay, so
1: it's funny you say that because when I went back and I was putting the video together and I was editing it, I was re-watching the Ari commercial and I was like, oh my god, there's literally so much that we did not talk about with this Ari campaign. And not to mention that at the end of the ad, it says the debut fragrance by by Ariana Grande. I was like, God damn it. (laughs) So something about her aesthetic though, I think maybe it's, maybe that's what's interesting to me about Ariana is that the, the whole vibe of the commercial though still feels very current, I guess. But then Juliana she's... pointed out the thing about the dog and Mac Miller's dog. There was a lot that I just wasn't picking up on, but I was focusing so much I think on the high pony, the pink and purple. Like her overall aura hasn't really changed for me. But mm-hmm. when I went back and I was look I was staring at her. I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is from like 10 years ago." I was like, she looks she does look different but something about the dress the pony i don't know we i it that one definitely
0: (laughs) (laughs) i was watching that one i was like "Ooh, that one went right over your head it It was the fact also that it was her debut perfume i did not her debut fragrance but also like synonymously also trying to advertise her song Focus on Me, which was big when she started getting I don't into... Remem- I don't remember that song at all. I do because I did not like it. When Ariana first <laughs> started... <laughs> when she started getting into pop music, I was not a big Ari fan. I'm See, I think of 99 Problems as her like kind of debut hit. That was around the same time. I do not remember this song. I had
1: no idea what the song was. Well... Stop. It just didn't.
0: It didn't <laughs> land. <laughs> it didn't click. Well, that's clear. <laughs> so, oh gosh, that's so, but all in all, it it was super interesting. I would be interested in doing more blind reactions with other types of content.
1: Yeah. So, after all of this, I just wanted to, I guess, talk about what did work for me, and Jewel and I definitely talk about this over the course of the video but Gianna I wanted to get your take too especially because for myself I was thinking about like you said the power of the celebrity and that taking a hard look at myself it really influences me a lot (laughs) and thinking about particularly the newest Lady Gaga campaign with Valentino for the Voce Viva fragrance and Gianna I bought that thing up the second the ad campaign (laughs) came out. Mm -hmm. And the ad campaign, it's actually my wallpaper on my new computer. Oh, is it really? It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. And Lady Gaga's with these people in like a forest and she's singing sign (laughs) from above. And of course, she's wearing this gorgeous red
0: gown and the way that just, you said forest just got me forest <laughs>
1: she's in the forest <laughs> and it just really worked and also something like I said my favorite perfume is the Glossier You and I think it's like 60 bucks for a big bottle of it it's something I can afford and it'll last me a long time but when the Valentino perfume with Lady Gaga came out I I had to have it and it was something about, you know, we've talked about this, my ties to her fandom and things like that. But honestly, something about me feels really, I don't know. it I do feel classy. Like, as, like I'm a rich bitch and I smell like it. Like, I paid for this little bottle of Valentino. I did get the travel size one because I
0: could not afford the big one. Well, I don't think that's weird at all. I think that, you know, Valentino is a name brand. We don't have a lot of experience buying high-end luxury goods and I think that's a really common feeling for people when they are able to start buying things like that it's a luxury brand it's really expensive I hope that it is a good experience and like, I don't want to speak for you, but someone, you know, like me or someone who's, you know, <laughs> a broke person with – who's $15,000, $10,000 in debt, you know, from oh, – well, college. Yeah.
1: Like – No, it's just – and it's also this perfume that I kind of keep for special occasions. Like, I wear it when I go out for a date with Andrew or, like, I'll wear it to something nice. And it's weird because – we're also in COVID. The only person who's really smelling me is my boyfriend, which is... <laughs> I mean, he's the only person close enough during COVID to possibly smell that. But it's, it is... is That perfume is does feel like it's for me because mm-hmm. it's this Lady Gaga association and I know that I'm wearing it, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It does smell really good and I mm-hmm. do... I'm really happy with my purchase, but it's just yeah. so interesting watching these ads and then really looking in on myself and being critical of the power of the celebrity but also embracing that i guess
0: yeah it's okay to acknowledge it and and know what you're doing at the same time and know why you're buying it i was at dinner with mom for mother's day and we went out to brunch and there was a tv in the restaurant and it was the lady gaga perfume commercial and Mom was like, Lady Gaga selling perfume now? Also- Like, mother, you have no idea.
1: You have no idea because lest we not forget that, what, 10 years ago when the Monster perfume came out, and I know know. that Lady Gaga has said she really didn't like all these perfumes they were trying to push on her as Lady Gaga perfumes, because this one is Lady Gaga for Valentino, but the black- Mm-hmm. Perfume. I was obsessed with it, and I needed I loved to have. That it smelled really good, and the bottle was cool. But I was obsessed with this Lady Gaga perfume, and I had to have it. So I know, Lady I bought it Gaga. For you. Yeah, you did. You did. Mm-hmm. That's funny. That mom. Mom should know. Just that Lady Gaga. Has like, are
0: you <laughs> Why are you asking me this, woman? <laughs> like, you know. That's so funny.
1: Well, do you have any other thoughts, Gianna, before? we
0: head into the video with Jewel. I don't have many other thoughts. I thought it was funny you guys kept being like, is that Haley? Is that is that Bella Hadid? I they was like, the yes. Same. They do look a little bit, but I guess it I was, just watched it and I was like, come on, guys.
1: I think I re- at first I thought it was Bella and then I realized it was Haley and then I like there's a shot with both of them in it and I couldn't tell in the moment because you know with the Versace ad it's kind of flipping and turning over Mm -hmm. it was hard for me to get a sense of of which one was which but also they do move fast maybe I don't know that also goes back to my point about like a lot of pretty white ladies in ads that kind of look the same you know
0: very much so so um and I'm not a super like Hadid fan or yeah Haley Bieber fan I don't I don't know, um, but I did include that commercial because I really like the Versace like twenty twenty campaign right now. It seems very catch to me with the aquatic theme they have going on. If you look at their fashion line right now, mm-hmm. so this was very in line with their clothing campaign. So, which which I really like as far that one as, was
1: probably my favorite commercial. As far
0: yeah. as designer clothing goes, I. Really like Versace. So I, Uh, yeah, I don't know. Donatella
1: also going back to Lady Gaga.
0: Uh, uh, Yep. There there you go. Back to to Gaga. But.
1: All right. Well, just so you know, you can head over to our YouTube channel now to watch the full Blind React video. This link is listed in the episode show notes, wherever you are listening. It is also at the link in our social media bio. So if you're on the go, you can keep listening here to this episode for Jewel and Mine's commentary on these ads. But if you want to watch us and watch the ads with us, head on over to YouTube.
0: All right. And with that, enjoy everyone.
1: back, everybody. Okay. I'm here with Juliana Poro, a returning guest on Art Pop Talk. Yes. And now we're recording at APTHQ. So, this is our first, I guess, type of video that we've done for Art Pop Talk with yeah. a guest that's not just a recording interview via Zoom.
2: Yeah, I'm happy to be here. So,
1: welcome to the recording studio. I love
2: it here. I've been here a <laughs> few times, but never as an APTHQ invitee oh yes. so i'm happy to do this today we we're really lucky to bring her in today <laughs> yeah i penciled them in <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's been on the calendar for a long time it has yep we tried to do this in december when yeah. juliana actually got engaged Yay. so congratulations Eat. thank juliana. you thank you and hopefully we have all the tech working today yeah and um thanks for putting up with all the no
2: you know, problem any excuse changes. to see you
1: oh wow how sweet So, Jewel, before we get started, can you just give all the listeners another update about who you are? If they haven't heard you in the previous episode that you were on, everybody needs to go back and listen to our canceling Coco Chanel episode. And I will say that one of our Art Pop-Tarts brought it up in a class that we went to go visit and this art pop tart was like the Coco Chanel episode was my favorite episode. Ah! So I just wanted you to know that.
2: That's very cool. That's really cool to hear. Yeah. Yeah, I was really nervous for that one. But how do you feel now? Good. I feel good. Okay. Yeah. Good. Um so a little bit about myself. Yes, my name is Juliana. I am Bianca and Gianna's cousin. And I studied fashion and costume history um, in college. That's what I have a degree in. And I just love costume history. I love fashion. I love everything around that whole industry. Um, And so that's why I'm always psyched to talk about it with you guys. Yay! Yay! So as you know, today we're doing a blind react
1: to perfume commercials. And in the first part of the episode, Gianna and I were talking about basically how the marketing of something like perfume works and for a while I mean Gianna and I always make fun of perfume ads Mm -hmm. so can you talk a little bit about maybe I don't want to say your experience with perfume commercials but maybe what you think about them overall and how you feel like the ones today are gonna how are gonna go
2: (laughs) yeah well yes like we haven't seen the ones today but from what I remember and what, seeing them on TV, you know, I'm seeing them less now that it's become less of a, a commercials are kind of even less and less thought of mm-hmm. today. You know, on Hulu, I'm not seeing them. Um, but in the past, I just remember how theatrical they were. Right. How, like, they were almost like mini movies. And right. in Emily in Paris, they did, like, an episode oh, about the perfume. <laughs> yeah, and it kind of brought up those, like, very dramatic, very, like, scenic right. films. It's, like, high production
1: <laughs> yes. for a, you know... Theoretically, what $80 of high end perfume, depending on the brand or whatever. Right, exactly. It's it's, it's almost, a lot of money going
2: into something that just sells a smell. Exactly. It's almost comical in like a way that it takes itself too seriously sometimes. Right. Like I just think of like sauvage, like sausage. Sauvage. <laughs> Johnny Depp sausage perfume. Like he's in the oh. desert. It's just like really.
1: Okay, here's this here's the thing. I don't think Gianna put that Johnny Depp perfume ad on our watch list because obviously this is a blind react and we've both already seen that. But as Jenna and I were prepping for this episode, I was explaining to her the like anger that I have Mm -hmm. about this freaking Johnny Depp commercial. Mm -hmm. You know what? And like, I I am not a white man buying cologne, (laughs) but I would never buy anything based off of Johnny Depp taking off this necklace. He's like, oh, like he I takes it off in the that. most like, dramatic way and then like yep. throws it into the, like he buries it. What are you burying it for? <laughs> what does it need to be in the sand <laughs> for? I really, what's, I, I have a lot of questions about that commercial yeah. and it just makes me really upset. And also, to someone who's bought that, can you tell me, do you like it? Does it, is, is it, does it smell like Johnny Depp? Because you know what I don't want to smell and you know what, yeah, I, like, Andrew's back yep. there. Like, I don't yep. really want him walking in sun like a dirty Johnny Depp that came from
2: the middle of a desert bearing <laughs> a, a necklace in his hand. Exactly. Oh, can you imagine like the, the sweat and maybe it's the. It's like feel. salty. <laughs> He's probably like, drinking. <laughs> yeah, like, it reminds me of the movie he did where he voiced a lizard out in the middle of nowhere. Rang, Rango. Rango. Yeah, it's like Rango smelling. It's with
1: uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it smells like. A Las Vegas
2: bar? Yeah. Oof. Not good. But Not also good. The desert. Yeah. I don't understand. how some
1: self-tanner much... thrown yes, in there. Yes. <laughs> Johnny Depp got paid so much money oh. to do this commercial. I'm sure. I'm sure. It's like, what? A minute, 60 seconds
2: of him burying a necklace? What does that <laughs> convey to me about smell? That's why I don't get any of these commercials. Maybe some of them. I can see the glamour and whatever. Right, but a lot of these, I don't see a connection. But right. Maybe today, we'll... <laughs> we'll find a connection i don't know i spotted robert pattinson when we were setting that up yeah we were setting up
1: i was clicking on the links Gianna set up for us and rob was just I spotted him He's i know who that
2: go. i love him i love me some robert
1: pattinson. so i think our first one is gucci bloom with harry styles <sighs> i love him too and i love harry so hopefully this doesn't disappoint yeah okay yeah, are I'm we okay. ready to watch it yes okay let's do it okay <laughs> okay gucci too. yes
2: Dancing near fire. Oh, it's, it's like fire fest. Fire dancing. safety, <laughs> people.
1: There okay, hairy. He looks
0: so good. good really, good. nicely heaven. shaven,
2: <laughs> smooth baby skin. It's like midsummer. Oh, it is. is very mid-summer? definitely midsummer. Yeah, it's almost like um, they're all holding hands, like, like a culty vibe. Yeah, very culty. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely oh, midsummer. I don't like There's that. A There's a man <laughs> in a bunny um, helmet. <laughs> bunny mask. <laughs> Um. But you blew my mind. Oh interesting. Like a uh, oh a beat drop. There's like and oh, we got some technology now. We got a car. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: that's a, a good
2: romance. Thing. Yeah. Okay. Did they watch this out or this come out before actually? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to look, yeah. look at the date on
1: it. Is that him speaking French? I think so. Good for okay. Him. Um that was scary. <laughs> what did you get out of, I'm going to read the title again, Gucci Memoir, Uh the campaign film. I would say, so they're yeah. calling
2: it a film. Yeah. But shouldn't a film have a, per- a beginning, middle, and end? I don't know. That was just an orgy in the middle of the desert.
1: It was. It was definitely giving me Midsummer vibes. So what yeah. do you think that this
2: fragrance mm. smells like? It's a good question. Like... Sand, <laughs> sand like, like rust, like grit. car exhaust. Yeah, I don't even know what I, I, I have no idea what that would. Smell I like. wish
1: we had the bot. I wish we could afford like some yeah.
0: Gucci
2: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like if it came in a magazine, we could like <laughs> press it onto our wrists. Yeah, like I used to. Do? Yeah, exactly. Maybe um kind of flowery, although there's no flowers in that commercial. Yeah, not a lot. A no
1: bunny rabbit, a scary bunny rabbit.
2: Exactly, but no flower crowns, no nothing. Yeah,
1: I feel like it's. Oh, let me see if I can see the date on this again. Um, okay, it says a year ago. So 2019 yeah. Midsummer. I guess was it was over a, a year ago. Yeah. 2018 2019 Midsummer yeah. came out. I don't know. I feel like it's really and also, you know what it reminded me of was the um Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Like um, something about this like fantasy idea of being in a cult. Mhm. Mhm. So I don't know, but I think I think with Gucci Bloom and I know Harry works with Gucci a lot that I will say I like about Gucci and their campaigns is that they're gender gender neutral. Mm-hmm. So a lot of their fragrances are just fragrances. They're not cologne or perfume. They're not marketed to like a certain oh. type of person. It's just Gucci fragrance, which I do like. But the whole point about visually expressing to me that I should buy this. I think the the only thing that would keep me buying this would be that it was like Harry Styles and I wanted to totally right. do something for Harry Styles.
2: I feel like Harry Styles wouldn't attach his name to something if it mm-hmm. wasn't if it didn't smell good. If it wasn't good. Yeah. Um I trust Harry Styles. Yeah. And it probably smells like him. I'm guessing he wears it. That's a good point, Yeah, thinking about the celebrity that it smells like. Exactly. I think he's contractually obligated to wear it. I, I bet he is. I mean, like, Natalie uh, Portman, she's, I believe, contractually obligated to wear the Dior girl one. Really? I think it's, like, yeah, it's just to, like, wear – uh, yeah, I remember reading something about that. So I wonder if he is, too, like, when he goes out. Oh. Yeah. See, that would make me want to buy it. Yeah. Yep, yeah, because then you know it smells like Harry. Spray it on could... my pillow
1: at night.
2: I know! Oh, that's a great. I oh, know, now I want to smell it. Oh, me too. We'll go Dang. out. Yeah, we'll go to Sephora. Gucci, <laughs> you can sponsor us. <laughs> we can yeah. go to Sephora. <laughs> just... yes. Yes. Sephora, you can sponsor
1: so us. Smell all the smells. Yep. Okay. Should we move on? Yeah, Second let's one. do it. It's supposed to be upside down? Oh. Okay. Oh, wait, no, I kind of like it. Yeah, some ladies on a beach.
2: We just go with an ice, Oh, I really like don't this. Don't care what the wrong or the right It's good. Don't care if we ain't invited. <laughs> oh, it's... We it's a woman Is that Bella Hadid? Oh, I think it is. No. Oh, um, Haley. No. Haley. Haley Baldwin. Baldwin. Bieber. Yeah. He's really mean to her. We'll talk about that.
1: Oh, this looks like a nice beach. beach. Oh, I, think oh, I think that is one of the, of the Hadids. The blinds,
2: is they they it? too?
1: Blinds,
2: I think I Haley and sky sky one of them. Oh, this is nice. I like this. I when I go to the beach. It's all tropical. They're all underwater. Everyone. Ooh. They're just having fun at the beach. Yeah, they're all staring at each other. Oh yeah. Interesting. Oh, I mean, the framing
1: of it is interesting too. It looks like it's kind of shot on a.
2: Yeah. Oh, that is not Didn't how I thought the bottle was going to look. The new fragrance There's... for her. Oh, I kind What's of like it.
1: Really? Yeah. A little ball. I kind of, I kind of liked it. Okay. I liked that they were a bunch of pretty people hanging out on a yeah. beach, which we talked about in our watermelon sugar episode, yeah. kind of. It the premise of the song is great, but at the end of the day, for the music video, it's just a bunch of very pretty, privileged people hanging out on a beach. Yeah, so I get that with the this Versace ad, but I liked it there was kind of no like sexual tension, no True. romance. There weren't a bunch of like naked ladies. It was just pretty people in regular kind of swimwear on a beach they're just hanging out I kind of liked it yeah and the perfume or fragrance bottle we got a shot of it kind of in the water almost like a like a seashell or like a message in a bottle or like a hidden kind of treasure yeah so I kind of like that they incorporated the bottle into the ad subtly and it didn't at the end, it didn't come out of nowhere.
2: Yeah, because that's true. And a lot of these ones, if they just show you the bottle at the very end. Right. I didn't even notice it in the water. Yeah. Oh, it was really like cool. yeah, just
1: like a hidden kind of gem or seashell or yeah. something like that.
2: All right, now I like the bottle idea a little bit yeah. more. Yeah. Um, I really liked the film of it. It was like very topsy turvy, like yeah. starting from upside down to right side up. Yeah. That was kind cool. of like
1: you're going in and out of the water or something yes. like that, like playing with the idea of being above and under
2: yes i love this yeah that's really cool i kind of like it yeah i like i'm definitely not a
1: post that okay versace yeah 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 Yeah, i see you yeah and so it's like it also has some contemporary faces like we said Haley, i i'll double check but i feel like it's bella in there as well because i know bella does a lot with versace yeah um so i think it's some recognizable faces but it's not something where i'd be like I don't know, maybe it's just me because I'm not super fans of those people. Mm. It's not, it's different from the Harry Styles where if Bella's wearing Versace, I'd be like, okay, like, I'm not going to buy it. But right. It looks like a pretty ad. Right, right. And it didn't offend me. Like, it didn't make me feel, like, uncomfortable.
2: <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, it was um more just, like, a fun time at the beach. And it right. was very, I don't know, I, visually appealing with the blue and then the the... Uh, colors of their bikinis yeah or their swim trunks or their, whatever yeah. the guy was wearing yeah it made me want to watch it more yeah yeah and even i said this i was like now now i want to go to the beach yeah, yeah. i do want to go to the beach we were yeah. just talking about that yeah earlier today. i want to go to that beach too that would be a fun beach yeah wherever that was <laughs> <with> <laughs> the hills but no justin bieber you can't come only Haley, okay yeah i'll show you tiktok about him later oh okay. yeah mm-hmm. ooh, interesting yeah he rude <laughs> <laughs> He's very rude to her. Okay.
1: Yeah. All right. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know what this one is. Have you seen it? I have I have seen this one, but I'm really excited. I think you've okay. seen it too. All right. So, Oh, I know what this is. If you haven't listened to our Canceling Coco Chanel episode, mm-hmm. this is going to be imperative moving forward. Mm-hmm. So I encourage you to stop listening to this episode mm-hmm. or at the end of this. Go back and listen to Joel's episode
2: on Chanel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, please. Ah. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> this brings back memories when from 2006. <laughs> Man on a Chanel sign Deep in the this sky. Dream. Nicole Kidman's there she, eyes. <laughs> there she is. Oh, oh that dress, dress is so pretty. Nicole Kidman running away world. from the paparazzi like kind of carrie bradshaw yes. in the middle
1: of the street leaving her wedding yes she's shocked right now <laughs> she's never seen paparazzi yes, before with the disappearance of
2: the world's most famous oh, oh. disappearance of the world's most famous, famous
1: yeah oh she's getting another cow. Oh, oh, there he, he is. is yes
2: Drive. Drive. <laughs> she's trying to get a- i love to dance i love quoting this i love to dance, <laughs> love you love to dance. dance. oh there,
1: very moulin rouge obviously yes making out yes oh know she's kind of in a tub yeah Tomorrow. chanel at the top of the oh wow building oh That's they even got the, the duke
2: to do. <laughs> oh are back they're back in the like, no. cab oh she's sad She's saying goodbye to him. Goodbye. She and she was gone. she oh. was gone. Hasn't she learned her lesson from the first time it happened? Ewan? Oh. And now she's yeah, back she's at like the red <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I know. Oh my god, with that big ol' sock bun. <laughs> He's just chilling on the shin now? Sign. She got good eyesight. She can see him all the way from oh, down yes. there. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: wow. It's a little, like, Claire de Lune
2: yeah. playing in the background. hmm She's... Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, uh, bat her eyelashes and she walks away. Oh. I love a backwards necklace. A back necklace. Oh, yeah. A backless. Number five.
1: Okay. <sighs> so, this is a Chanel ad. And, again, it's categorized, actually, as a short film because Baz Luhrmann is the one that directed this Chanel ad. And I think we've talked about it on the podcast before, but Moulin Rouge mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. my favorite movie of all time. Mm-hmm. It's the best movie yeah. ever made. Yes. I love Baz Luhrmann. Absolutely. And this ad,
2: let's see the year. 2006. I know it already. I bet. You already know. <laughs> Maybe. I think it's 2005, 2006. Eight years ago. Or 21, 13. No, it was posted there. Is- Maybe. Yeah, there's no, it's, t- it's like I grew up with this commercial. Oh, really? Yes. Because so, Moulin Rouge came out in 2001.
1: Yes. So this ad is interesting in that it takes all of the elements from Moulin Rouge. I mean, clearly yes. that guy is obviously emulating Christian. Her pink dress that she's running out of yes. the taxi in is like reminiscent of the pink feather dress that she wears and kind of her... Um, opening number after she falls, falls and does Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend when yes. her and Christian dance for the first time. um, And then, of course, the L'Amour mm-hmm. sign and Christian looking out this bedroom window. Uh, the L'Amour is replaced with a big Chanel ad on kind of a New York skyscraper rather than this Parisian overlook. Totally. So... If you grew up with this ad, mm-hmm. do you remember the movie coming out and then seeing this? And yes. was this done in, like, tandem for pro- promo with the movie? Because I feel like it's categorized as a short film on Bass's like, IMDb page. Oh, okay. So I think it's done after the movie.
2: Yes, it was definitely done after the movie. Um, And I do remember it, but it was, like a five- or six-year stretch between the movie, okay. I remember, because I remember thinking, like, maybe it's 2003? I I remember being like, it's a little too late right. to bring it back. I mean, you could always bring back Moulin Rouge. Right. But on, like, a global scale of relevancy, it was a little like, oh, okay. Right. You're coming back to this. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was the nostalgia of it, of, like, uh-huh. I'm bringing back Moulin Rouge. But, um, yeah, I definitely – I mean, even the way she talks, the way – She's wistful. <laughs> I love to dance. I love to dance. I say that all. I quote it all the time. I mean, I love that line. Why? <laughs> I'm a dancer. I, I love dance to dance. <laughs> what is she talking about? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why she's shocked to see paparazzi at a movie premiere. Right. Um, I get retreating to a handsome man. Um, yeah, that sounds nice. It sounds nice. I, I I dig it. Yeah. Um, but did they even show the perfume bottle at the end? I'm trying to think. No, it's
1: a number five chain that's oh. on her necklace. Oh, right. Right. So that's the thing that, I mean, the, I guess, like, most recent Chanel ads that I've seen are with Marion Cotillard yes. and Keira, Keira Knightley. Knightley. Keira Knightley. is running away, too. Keira Knightley's running away from her damn parties all the time. She is.
2: always like, did you host this party? Yeah, what is it
1: with, like, Chanel being, like, running away, like running yes. away from your Nazis that you were... Supporting.
2: Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Running away from your reputation. Yeah. Ugh. I, you know, I never put that together. It's always this, Yeah.
1: It's like this woman's, like, escaping her evening or, like, her choices or something like that.
2: Right. And, like, does that represent freedom, maybe? I think that's what they're trying to get at. But to me, it just... Even
1: before we learned about Chanel's past when you came on the podcast, Mm -hmm. I've never been a fan of Chanel ads they just they don't make any sense and also can we talk about chanel number five is what they're marketing here like yeah chanel number five does not smell great um so what are they getting at with you know kira knightley Marion, and then in this previous ad um nicole kidman like i mean they're famous celebrities is that all that's kind of carrying chanel number five now is like this it's not even about the fragrance anymore. It's about the celebrity association of both the name of the company, the the like icon, I guess that is the bottle number 5 and right. then how that's associated with the imagery of that top tier mm. white celebrity female figure
2: that's a good point yeah and like to your also to your point i don't believe at all that Kira knightley wears chanel number no i don't she's not no she's under 40 like (laughs) i'm sorry or 50 you know like i uh no she doesn't and who's the oh marie marie uh marianne cotillard yeah yeah i because she's french i'm like i could kind of see her wearing it more but i don't think she would even wear it i don't know
1: anyone that wears it i feel like it's just like I feel like number five is, I don't want to say this anymore, but it's like, this isn't the right association, but someone like Kris Jenner, like Kris Jenner is always <laughs> wearing like Chanel and like, yeah, I don't, I don't think so much anymore, but like some lady who's trying to emulate that experience. Like I think to, to someone who just doesn't know maybe anything about fragrances, it's like everybody knows Chanel number five. Everybody yeah. knows that it's a, a perfume. Right so is would that be your go-to just based on like image after image after image of you know famous pretty
2: lady yeah like would that be like you're just taught that that's what they wear so they grow up wearing it right yeah yeah and maybe and i'm not saying that you know older people are the only ones that do it anyone can do it they can do whatever they want uh but i just just don't know anyone that wears it at all exactly yeah I, I don't. But remember, we had some at my house because my Nona, yes. oh, our Nona, yeah. used to wear it. Right. So, um, yeah. I mean, meh. I very. Know. I feel like if this ad, here's the thing, is like,
1: I'm being a little extra judgmental because it's Moulin Rouge associated. Yes. yes. And if it was for another company... I probably would be all for Baz doing, you know, bringing Same. back Moulin Rouge in and then oh. ad. But then because it's Chanel and number five, I'm like, don't don't bring it down. Don't bring Moulin Rouge down to this level. Exactly. Baz is so much better
2: yeah, he than is- this. Yeah exactly and and also like i'm very loyal to like you and mcgregor in this role <laughs> so to like swap him out with a different actor i'm always going to be like it's not you know what is this right i'm always going to have like an aggressive reaction to it yeah yeah also it's
1: just i love bass so much but this ad just doesn't even reflect his like ability to tell a story no. at all
2: no and i
1: feel like it's just like chanel maybe just paid him a lot of money yes. to do this and it just like for me it doesn't make it, I don't know it just doesn't carry well with what I know of his work and like how he can you know turn a single shot into like such an important plot line you know yeah exactly all right should we move on let's do it we've got Dior
2: Dior Dior we haven't seen a Dior one right no Oh and Rob in, has, has beaten on the camera. He's boxing the camera. <laughs> he's laughing. Oh, he's hiding under a table. Yeah. Oh, so oh my God! He's dragging his date under the table. Is he shirtless? Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's kind of dark. It's hard to see. It is hard to see. He's oh, walking he's around. A, ooh, he's, he a date. And there's oh, like he's. Oh, glass, I like this. <laughs> Um, he's very physical. Very d- oh oh, I don't. Dancing, I didn't mean to see that. Viscerally he, dancing, he's doing like a white boy laying in the sand. No, please make his dancing stop. No. No. He's such a bad dancer. I can't. This is, oh. oh, but I like that.
1: That's very ooh, Spider Man. Uh, Yeses. Yes. Oh, it's all about being your man. Oh, why do Dior, they have to have um, a
2: dance? The new fragrance. Really. The new
1: fragrance. So okay. what's interesting is like. Also noticing they're not saying the new cologne, <laughs> oh. what is it, Bichon for Men?
2: Yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, they're not saying fragrance from, for men or whatever. They're just saying the new fragrance by Dior. I've never seen this commercial, obviously, going back to Blind React, but... <laughs> <laughs> It's weird that I haven't seen it. I guess for being Rob Pattinson, he's so trendy right now. Yeah, and also when I think of Dior, I strictly think of Charlize Theron. Yes, and the gold. The oh my gold, god, like coming out of that like water Ooh, or whatever.
2: Talk about a commercial like shadow. I ideal. <laughs> there was a summer when I said, if I see that commercial one more time, I will lose it. Like I will burn this TV. Oh my god. Um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that was an interesting commercial, and the whole plot of it.
1: Okay, you know what? Out of all the commercials, that one actually did have a plot. I'm not saying that I agreed with it, mm-hmm. but it did have a selling point, which seems a little bit more tra- traditional for marketing a experience, Yeah, and being um, which is man, obviously man in French, it just goes back to that gross tradition though of marketing something to like be an object or or like to get women Mm. it's like being your man and the whole time he's shirtless and they're like Uh being sexual and there's nothing wrong with being there for another person but the whole point of like this like capitalistic idea that you're purchasing this fragrance to attract women it just seems this is the commercial that had the most storyline, but it was like a storyline that I think I liked the least. The most maybe. cliche of all of yes, them, maybe? Thank you. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And like, even when he's in the alley and there's those three people coming towards him. What was he, he going to Beat up those people? That's what it looked like. He kind of like <laughs> puffed up his chest and yeah, got he was in like front protecting her. Yeah. so... Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. It was,
1: like, it was very aggressive like toxic masculinity
2: but then it breaks to him doing the weirdest most cringiest dance i've ever seen anyone do (laughs) arms out white t-shirt and like chin up like i that was not manly to me no um maybe they thought it was but no no sir not that to me but yeah and then him shirtless and her shirtless on the beach or something um they're like laying strangely in a beach yeah that was like super intimate and like sensitive and then he goes like dragging her under the table there's a lot yeah also the i feel like the thing about
1: robert pattinson let's see when this was posted i'm just gonna check yeah um okay
2: what do we have and there's another thing is that robert pattinson like you said i'm surprised to see him in a commercial because he's so secretive and he's usually after twilight i feel like he only does stuff that he's super passionate about like little indie films yeah um so i was surprised to see him in like a commercial that's yeah that's a
1: good point so this was posted a year ago by dior and also coming up a year ago it says he also did the vogue um 24 hours with rob pattinson so i'm trying to think of this past year on tiktok rob pattinson like a year ago i'm thinking okay it's May now definitely Mm -hmm. last May Rob Pattinson was trending all over my TikTok oh yeah so I'm just thinking about like this very public kind of sexual fantasy that fans of Rob Pattinson have had online and I feel like this ad is playing into him being an aesthetic trend on kind of TikTok but Mm -hmm. that's just what I'm referencing just over the thinking about the past year of going back to your point, we haven't really seen Robin a whole lot, but the past year he's very up and coming. He's about to play Batman. Yes. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It just feels really weird. The more it's very hot and it's very sexy. Again, going back to that point, it's, it's like not sexy for me as a woman watching it. It's like, the more I think about it, it's, oh, if you're a man, you can, like, pull your hot date under your the table at a restaurant and, like, have sex with her. and put, It's, like, right. this,
2: like, it's so aggressive. Yeah, like, be a man. This is what men do. Like, right. if spray this, you can do this, too. I right. did not love that. But at first glance, it's like,
1: okay, it's just another ad. But when you, like, I don't know, the more I break it down, it's kind of like, do I actually like that? Because it is kind of like, it's like when you're watching a movie, and, of course, like, sex scenes are, are fine. There's something wrong with a lot of them, but... You know... I don't know. It's, like, contradicting, yeah. I guess. Big surprise. I have contradicting thoughts about something.
2: Right. Because when I was watching I was, like, steamy. Like, right. I like this. And then it, it was, like, kind of going back to, like, an old school type of commercial. Right. I was right. like, ooh, and I'm not used to seeing him without a shirt on other than, like, Twilight. Right. Um. And so I liked it. But then, yeah, contemplating it more and, like, picking it apart. Yeah. Mm, not so much. Not so much. Right. But I do want to watch Twilight now.
1: Okay. You can watch
2: <laughs> Twilight. and lovers. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's kind of interesting that, I don't know, for us, some of these are going back to different like movies, like some of our favorite yeah. other things outside of the commercial. Like what they've been you know? in. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Whereas Harry Styles, I just always like, I liked him in that. I, yeah. I did not like, now I got to go listen to music because he was good in that commercial too. Right. <laughs> no, I feel like I want to watch <laughs> the movie now to take away what I just saw. yeah Not that Twilight <laughs> is anything <laughs> compared to Moulin Rouge at all
1: not comparing those to.
2: Oh my gosh yeah
1: so what do we think overall as a fashion expert mm. what would your advice for <laughs> perfume ads be moving forward
2: oh lord what okay. would you
1: after watching all of those that i've you know some of them have come out pretty recently what do you want to see moving
2: forward in this realm i was kind of thinking you know like we're we're kind of critiquing these perfume you know or fragrance commercials and i'm like well what would my My idea of a perfect fragrance commercial be. Yeah. And I don't have that, obviously. But um, I don't know. I I love the idea of playing with water. I think that's like... And that's been done before. I mean, we saw two commercials that involved water with, like, (laughs) Like, the Zoolander. Yeah. The (laughs) The mermaids. I love that. Merman. (laughs) Merman. Merman. Um, I really... I mean, I, I think something... I like that these commercials have a lot of diversity. I was noticing that. There's a lot. Oh, of- really? I was th- actually thinking
1: not, to not interrupt so you, much, but I was thinking not so much. Oh. I just noticed in the Versace one, and maybe the Gucci Harry Styles had the most diversity. I'm not saying it was that diverse. It's just yeah, like yes. they had like a single black man in the Versace That's ad, but true. If he had like a prominent
2: role. I just feel like that's true none of them had a prominent role of a person of color It right. was all white people right i i guess what i meant diverse i the the one with uh hailey bieber yeah um and then i, I think of like the chanel number no. five one he's okay a, he's I, I believe he's brazilian oh okay um and yeah no but i agree yeah no, that's a good point mm-hmm. yeah yeah so maybe that's something they could work towards <laughs> having a, the star of the commercial be diverse Right, Be and I think that's something about who you're
1: marketing to, right? True. Yeah, it's a good. You're point. marketing to rich white people. Yeah,
2: yeah. So, don't love that. Yeah, exactly. But. So, I'm like, yeah, maybe if they're really looking for something different, mm-hmm. then they should probably look into like themselves. <laughs> and <Yeah. laughs> maybe market to people who aren't all homogeneous. Or yeah, the same.
1: Also, body types. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, true. Just not not just people. You know, different people of color, but. Um, focusing on body types and having more inclusive bodies yeah. as a whole, yeah, um, that kind of bothers me. It's just like you know, it's very pretty. Pe- like pretty people smell good. Yeah. And, I mean, I guess I get it, but... Right. Yeah, why can't
2: they have average-looking people in them? That would really shake it right, up. Right, just, like, us. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, normal people. Figures like, out! I'm just kidding. Spraying it
1: on before I yeah. go into work or something, like... Right. You know? I know. Like it's a like, deodorant. What you doing? Like, I'm not getting chased by the paparazzi every exactly. day, you know?
2: That's more, like, a deodorant commercial. Like, secret. When she's, like, putting it on <laughs> the That's, elevator. That's, like, stressful. <laughs> yeah. I feel like a deodorant is real people, and perfume is meant for, like, the elite.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Different kinds of smells. Yeah. <laughs> it's the bare minimum is the deodorant. Like the least right. you could do is uh, put on some deodorant.
2: Exactly, because really I only put fragrance on when I'm going somewhere. Uh-huh. I put deodorant on every time I remember. Every, every time. day. <laughs> <laughs> Not every day, but every time I remember, I put it on. So really, they're marketing it to <laughs> fabulous events, which right. sort of makes dates, yeah. sailors, <laughs> sailors. On <laughs>
1: leave. I don't know. A little on the town situation. On the town, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know, I'm laughing my head both long out yeah. too. Maybe that's a sign. Yeah. Um, to wrap it up, but Jewel, thanks so much for joining us today. Hopefully, you can come back again. Yes. Um, thank you for having me. Of course. Like we said, um, definitely check out the episode with Jewel on Chanel. That's a great episode. Um, anything that. You want to add that you, oh, you were talking about, um, just something to watch on
2: Netflix too, right? Oh, Halston. I haven't seen it yet though. Okay. I didn't get two great reviews, but I'm oh. interested to see it. Okay. Um, it's, uh, with Ewan McGregor, speaking of him and he plays Halston, which is a, uh, fashion designer in the 1970s. And I was telling Bianca earlier, he came out with a line for JC JCPenney's and that kind of. Ruined his career basically mm-hmm. after that. Um, so it was really interesting, kind of biopic on his life. So I'm going to check it out later yeah. this weekend, and you guys should too, maybe. Cool. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. Well, uh, don't forget that you can listen to this episode uh, anywhere you get your podcast, and you can watch this uh, recorded video and the Blind React on our YouTube channel. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Subscribe anywhere you listen to your podcast. Leave us a review. Follow us on social media. And I think with that, we will talk to you on Tuesday. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Art Pop Talks executive producers are me, Bianca Martucci-Fink. And me, Gianna
0: Martucci-Fink.
1: Music and sounds are by Josh Turner and photography is by Adrian Turner.
0: And our graphic designer is Sid Hammond.